The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a Deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. Welcome in. It is the Buck Baloo Show, bud. Not going to be Buck today as what? Buck is enjoying, I think, free golf again. Yeah. It's that time of year. I mean, when you've got Georgia Florida weekend, Buck gets to sneak off and enjoy all the fruits of his labor. Carlos Medina and Brian Hoyt. Whoa. When you're no longer the last Georgia quarterback to win a national championship, you kind of got to get in all the free golf you can, right? Wherever it is, right? Because once Stetson gets out, he's playing everything. Yeah. At some point, they kind of... Whenever well, he gets out. Well, you might have two more years of eligibility. It'll probably show up. Just be the bane of my existence. Is I, it going to be weird when you do interviews moving forward and it's always going to be with Stetson? Like, it'll be every charity golf tournament because for years you've looked at Aaron Murray and you've always given Aaron hell. You've always made fun of him. And, but and, even and to his face. Even to his face. Yes, no, I was going to say, y'all have a very healthy back and forth. But Aaron was the first person when Stetson wins the national title to get a hug and them talk about, hey, here's here's what it means. And now Stetson's going to be that guy where I hope that he's gotten wind of you t- calling him like 5'8". Oh, 5'8". Saying he's got like 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 little tiny hands. He does. He's got baby hands. And uh, that, that oh, I mean, we win in spite of him. That's just kind of We do. All factual statements. 5'8", tiny hands, win in spite of him. So when he goes off this weekend <laughs> against Florida... Which is now a game, and we'll get into this in a matter of Are we actually going to talk the Florida game? Uh, by the way, the 10 a.m. hour of the Buck Blue Show is presented by the Haug Baron Law Group, your champions of personal injury law. If you need to win your personal injury case, go to championlaw.com. Because I thought everybody read. just wanted to talk Tennessee. We're all on to next week. Aren't we? I mean, I'm kind of there. My wallet's there, okay? I came out of pocket because this was back going to September 30th. And, and Nerney, let me ask you this. Do you have friends? Where if they told you it's their forty, uh, it's their fortieth birthday party, you got to be there. I didn't say you got to be there. Would you make it a point for a certain amount of friends where you would say, "I will make this, I will make this happen"? Uh no, I can't promise anything at this point in my life. No. <laughs> okay, so that was my challenge. All right, Derek, as Derek's in the background laughing too. Uh, I was, I was reaching. What out. you got there, DT? Would DT is there? Is there people? No, he's waving off. Like, nope, I wouldn't do it. Oh, I thought you had something. There's, there was a phone call and text messages. Mostly not explicit. Uh, from your wife to me and my wife. And You've she seen was, her boobs. It's fine. If they're explicit, they are what they are. I have. Uh, September 30th is when it started, and, and her idea was, hey, it's going to be Hoyt's birthday party. We're thinking about doing the Georgia-Tennessee game. And at the time, Tennessee's like 4-0. And, of course, they haven't beaten Alabama yet. They haven't done what they've been able to do. They're not the number three team in the country. They should probably have two losses coming into this game. The Kentucky loss and the Bama loss is what we all assumed at that time. And we're thinking, oh, good. They'll show up in Athens. It'll be like five and two or four. It'll be an interesting game. And then it didn't happen that way. And now the tickets, the get-in price as of yesterday, I believe, was like $450. What'd you pay? Pretty close. Pretty close. Um, 
In fact, I think the uh, the quote from my wife, who was in, again, she's the Georgia grad. She was part of this. She's like, well, I guess we won't go to the SEC title game. <laughs> we're like, we're like looking over it as I'm as as I'm swiping the Amex. She's like, well, we're gonna need Sky Miles for all this travel with volleyball. We've done SEC title games. We've done Pasadena. We've done we've done everything, Los. You know, we haven't done. You haven't had a top three matchup in years in that building, dog. It's gonna be one versus two, and it it's will be probably gonna be a one next to Tennessee. I, I'm with you. I agree, and this and it is, should be. By the way, you beat Bama. You've rolled with what you have. Georgia's best win is Oregon. Tennessee's best win is Alabama. But as it stands now, you know, Oregon has one of the hottest quarterbacks in all of college football in Bo Nix. They have a what's going to be a top 10 team. I think that along with them and Southern Cal, even though Southern Cal is coming off a loss, you do have them as probably, along with UCLA, the predominant favorites. Those are going to be the ones competing for a playoff spot out of the Pac-12 it, that's not a small win, and especially the way you did it. You and I were in that building. The problem the is, third I, quarter wasn't important. The problem is, I think, is when it happened. Happened so early on. Dan Lanning taking over. I think it kind of gets a pass at this point. I think if you ask most people, if Oregon and Georgia had a rematch right now, that game would be different. I think it's closer. Georgia still wins, but that game would be different. The last thing I'm worried about right now is he, Dan Lanning. He's, Thank he's not you. Wrong. No, he's not wrong. But it, it's it's interesting how we have now taken what was a a top matchup. And we've downplayed it. Uh-huh. And we now have a matchup against Florida. And you and I have been through enough of these things because for years I would host the Georgia-Florida party at my home. It doesn't feel big anymore. They feel like a speed bump because of where they're at right now. It doesn't feel big. But I also don't want you to forget 2008 timeouts at the end of the game. Absolutely. Urban Meyer doing that. I don't want you to forget about Joe Cox coming out as your quarterback in 2009. Or was it 10? Wearing the black helmets, the stupidest looking thing. I don't want you to forget about DJ Shockley being hurt and Joe Tereshinsky having to go play that game in 2005. Poor Joe T. I don't want you to forget about Hudson Mason's year and them throwing the ball three times and completing one pass and Why do you still go after Hudson? beating us. It wasn't his fault, but still beating us that game. Hudson! Um, uh, uh, <laughs> he's, he's blaming you, Hut. I'm speechless. He is speechless. They, they threw the ball, what, three or four times? Three times. There are still things that make this game great that I still want this win that I'm not willing to overlook just yet. There is a possibility of weirdness happening. Oh, but, no, I'm not even talking about weirdness. Georgia's going to win the game. I want skins on the wall. I want a route. I'm still burned from the Spurrier era. I'm, I'm still upset about all of that. I'm still burned from the Urban era and the Tebos and everything else. I want names. I want skin. Kirby Smart, the hat that goes around. F-T-M-F. F them mother effers. That's how Kirby feels. When the, the audio leaked last year from the locker room, sure did. that's how Kirby feels about this rivalry. That's still how I feel about it. It's a 22-point it's a spread. Still how I feel about this rivalry. I talked about this doing the evening show a couple nights back where I said Kirby Smart is the perfect man for this job because he knows exactly what it means to beat Florida. Hmm? Oh, even a down Florida, you know, even a Florida that is not that great of a team. He knows what it's like to lose to Florida, too. That, that as that? well. No, he, he absolutely is that man. And so if you want to talk about owning and knowing the importance of going down to Jacksonville and putting up a number, even, even last year. Remember, that was a game in the second quarter. And then Georgia took it over and blew him out. And what was the, the halftime speech? They keep saying this. Just point at the point at the board. Point at the board and just tell them, hey, not going to pay attention to it. I want to tell you about the big T 
tailgate at Arnett's Chop Shop. I think you're taking part in this. I will be there. Arnett's Chop Shop brings you their version of the world's largest outdoor cocktail party to Brookhaven with the Big Tailgate, a Georgia-Florida watch party. Join 6-8 of the fan at Arnett's Chop Shop, 2700 Apple Valley Road in Brookhaven this Saturday. That'll be the 29th for an afternoon of Bulldogs, Big Screens, Gators, Cocktails, and Great Food. VIP opens up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, general mission at 3 p.m. The party goes to the final whistle, and your admission includes food and beverage. To learn more or to purchase your VIP or general admission tickets, go to arnettschopshop.com. Listen to the locker room all week as they were going to give you a chance. They already did give you a chance to win, and so hopefully you're that one person who got the VIP tickets to be that lucky winner. Now, are we supposed to get to, I, I believe it's Buck's Big Take? No, it's Hoyt's Big Take. Oh, let's Hoyt's get to take. the Big Take. Hoyt's Big Take. What? The only people who complain about moving the Georgia-Florida game are 40-year-olds and older. It's the same people that wanted the DH and the NL. There's nothing that's millennial about Jacksonville. Hoyt's Big Take. Doesn't even sound like he's reading, by the way. Boxers serve zero purpose. They don't support. They just sit there. Honestly, it's just a second piece of clothing between your junk and people. Hoyt's Big Take. Vegans and people that do CrossFit are the same people. Just one of them doesn't eat meat. Hoyt's Big Take. He's not lying to you, by the way. Taking a year off of fantasy football is like having your kids move out of the house and go into college. You find yourself with so much less stress and extra time on your hands. Hoyt's Big Take. Dottie Henson is one of the most selfish movie characters ever. She dropped the ball on purpose in a league of their own. She let her team down. She let America down. Hoyt's Big Take. They just keep coming. Clemson should have three losses right now if they had an SEC schedule and have no right being in the college football playoff. Hoyt's Big Take. By the way, is there, I mean, because they're all big, clearly. Like, is there, like. I'm just trying to get all these off my chest. I've been oh, okay. storing them up for a while. Do you okay. mind? Hit the button again. I'm ready. Hoyt's Big Take. The movie Frozen has one of the greatest heel turns in movie history. Agreed. Spoiler alert Prince Hans is a bad guy. Hoyt's Big Take. The original version of the audio fun bag was the greatest segment in Atlanta radio history. And then an email was sent to management. (laughs) One of these days we'll tell that full story. It will always be known as the world's largest outdoor cocktail party, no matter what anyone says. Tom Brady has no idea how to apply eye black. It looks like he took a Sharpie and just drew a line under each eye. It serves zero purpose. It looks dumb. Hoyt's Big Take. Nick Chubb was a better college running back than Todd Gurley. Gurley was more explosive. Chubb was a better running back. Zero argument. Hoyt's Big Take. I think he has like two or three more. Is your is your finger getting tired? I, I'm on a roll, so if That's you guys Friday, don't mind. Man. I'm, I'm tired. Hurry I, up. I'm oh, going to okay. keep going. Group text messages were the worst things to be invented in the last 100 years, especially when Dan Matthews is on them. Hoyt's. Not going to lie. Take. They're, they're constant. And finally, lesbians don't actually watch lesbian porn. Hoyt's. Big. Take. <laughs> so after that, I have to tell you about the... No, you're not doing a readout of that. The Friday night football <laughs> game of the week. Hey, Dan. <laughs> glad, glad you're up at the station. 
Georgia High School Football Network scoreboard show. You know show. he lives next to me, right? Like down the road from me. I told you. He I will heard. set my house on fire the moment he has a chance. I offered him $20, and we would give him uh, some hard rock cocktails to, for him to show up at your house and just on a Thursday and just be like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm here to hang out and just to see how you react to it. Awesome. Awesome. You know what we do around here. No, no. You know what we do around here. We don't do anything around here. It's worth 20 bucks to me. You do what you do. I do what I do. By the way, it's week 11 of the Friday Night Football, powered by Georgia Power, where all season long, you got to clean all that up. We bring you the best high school football action from around the state. Tune into the fan and the fan app and listen to the Friday Night Football game of the week. This week's big matchup is between the Walton Raiders traveling to the Osborne Cardinals. That's going to be a 730 kickoff. Join us for pregame at 7 o'clock. Then at 730, it's game time with live play-by-play game coverage from Chris Mooneyham, although I don't think Mooney's on this week, and Doug Conkle, whatever, it's, it's totally fine. I just read what it's written. Uh, after the game, stay tuned for the Georgia High School Scoreboard Show with Steve West, Brandon Joseph, and Adam Baum. Get the scores and the updates from around Georgia. The Friday Night Football Game of the Week and the Georgia High School Scoreboard are powered by Georgia Power and presented by Truist Marcos Pizza and the University of West Georgia and Fox 5 Atlanta. The last three minutes was an example as to why they don't allow us to do this, do this on a regular basis. I didn't say I didn't like it. I'm just saying that when you start bringing up lesbian porn... At ten fifteen in the morning, kids are in school now. We're fine. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, if you don't like it, go listen to the Atlanta Eats guy. What's that, DT? You got something? <laughs> All right, coming up next, DT, there, you got something you want to add? <laughs> there is one. Oh, no, I thought you were going to jump in here for I, a second. Maybe we should uh, go to go to Nerney and ask about Adam Anderson's case. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what we should do to, to get the show rolling. Listen, we got 45 minutes, y'all. We might get into Adam Anderson case and, and just how Nerney would handle that as, as his representative. You're going to uh, attack the accuser? Go after the accuser. Is that, is that the, that the goal, Nerney? Is that the, that's the plan? Yeah, you got to smear the accuser, yeah. All right, coming up next, there's one thing that Kirby Smart has over Nick Saban. Curse. Oh, maybe. And it will be on full display this weekend in Jacksonville. Thinking about it again? Maybe not. Uh, that's coming up next. We continue the Buck Blue Show right here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. And Carlos Medina and Brian Hoyt subbing in the very capable Buck Blue, who's playing golf today as part of Georgia Florida weekend. So good for Buck. Got a chance to do a show on the beach yesterday. Love that man. We had talked about that, doing one of our shows from Jacksonville, but not doing it in Jacksonville. Doing it in one of the islands on the beach. Yeah. Like, have you ever been down there the week leading up to the cocktail party? Just when you and I have been down there. But remember, we were like in Jacksonville proper. We've never like gone to the beaches. No, no, no. If you go to the beaches, people will put up a massive, like the um, 
is it the Washington? What's the Washington State flag on game day? The really high yeah. flag. Yeah, the Cougar flag. They'll put that one up, but it's a Georgia flag. And all these people just assemble out of nowhere and just onto the beach. Like Avengers. It just, yes. And it just becomes this, ma- yeah, they come out of those big spinning circle things. I'm glad you got that finally. And they all just show up. And it's just a big party on the beach because everybody's taken off four or five days. With that said, it should be a home and home series. I have been pondering this as your uh, your birthday is going to be coming up. And we are doing the Georgia-Tennessee game. We're getting a ride and everything else. I have thought about the, the 40 balloon and also the Hoyt balloon. Like, Shouldn't it just make sense that I would fly a balloon that just says Hoyt? Because then that will instruct everybody out there to come over and be like, I want to take a shot with Hoyt. Make it a bigger deal. Why don't you fly like a plane over that's just dragging a banner over it's the stadium? It's not the same. It's not going to work the same way. But if, if there is a balloon. Y'all love talking about my birthday, by the way. I hate this. I hate this. And y'all just keep harping on it because you know I hate it. Like this. one side says Hoyt and the other side says massive power bottom. That'd be awesome. And that's that's how we identify that. Why don't you come on over and hang out with us? Bottom. By the way, let me tell you about the 680 Dirty Bird tailgate. Falcons and Panthers, the 680 fan, and Harris Cherokee Casino tailgate. Awkward times to transition. Power bottom into Dirty Bird. I don't know. I don't even know what that means. Uh, It's the Cherokee, Harris Cherokee Casino tailgate (laughs) central. Dirty Bird tailgate. They're back in full swing with back to back Sundays. This Sunday before the Carolina Panthers game, and then also next Sunday against the Chargers. Join the party at the corner of Marietta Street and Centennial Olympic Park on each of the Falcons' home games from Sunday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. We'll be loaded up with drinks from Corona, Modelo, and fresh-made libations from Larceny Bourbon, Deep Eddie Vodka, and amazing fruit from WNB Factory and music by... All that! Tickets are free while they last. Get them at 680thefan.com slash tailgatecentral. Grab yours and join us Sunday and the next Sunday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. for the Fan Tailgate Series. Huge thanks to Corona, Modelo Especial, Larceny Bourbon, Harris Cherokee Casino, WNB Factory, Georgia Power, and Lidl Food Market as well. Coming up in about five minutes, this ESPN personality believes in Tennessee more than Georgia. But so what do you have in terms of when you start telling me that Kirby has something over Nick Saban, the great Nick Saban, I'm all ears. I'm ready to listen. We all continue to overlook this weekend, Georgia, Florida. You see how I said a Georgia, Florida, not the other way? No, we don't say that. The other one is a band. Understood. It's a rivalry. And that's the one thing that Kirby has over Nick Saban. He has dominated his rivals. Georgia's four biggest rivals. Tech, Auburn, Tennessee, Florida. Hell, at this point, most Georgia fans would probably say Alabama is their biggest rival at this yeah, point. Yeah, even though you don't play them consistently every year, they're a bigger rival because when you play them, it means more. Since 2017, Kirby Smart is 18-2. and two against his four biggest rivals. That is a 90% winning percentage. That's not even across the board. He's better across the board, but against his rivals, he's winning 90% of his game. To put that in perspective, if you want to take Saban and Alabama and their biggest rivals, LSU, Tennessee, Auburn. Oh, by the way, they won, what, 15 straight versus Tennessee? He's 37-11. and 11. That's a 77% winning percentage. Kirby Smart has taken rivalries and made them non-existent. Like, it truly is not, and this is not, sorry, Nernie, not a shot. It's not a rivalry right now on the flats. Talk it's, to Chuck instead. It, it's not Talk with about Georgia Tech. Okay, I can do the same thing with Auburn. Auburn's got one of the victories against them. And then Georgia came back in the SEC Championship and got retribution for that. Let me put into perspective just how historic this is. Two guys that dominated the SEC, specifically the SEC East, Steve Spurrier, Urban Meyer, Steve Spurrier against his rivals at Florida, LSU, FSU, Georgia, and Tennessee had a 70% winning percentage. Urban Meyer was better, 79. I go back to the fact and say, 
Kirby is winning 90% of the games against his rivals. It's stupid what he's doing to rivalries. Is it legitimate for me to bring up that when we talk about the rivals, you are having a transitionary period or a down period for for a number of them as of now? It's interesting you bring that up because the one thing that always gets brought up with Saban is how he makes other teams turn over, turn over their coaching staff. I beat you up and then you make moves. We've got to figure out a way to catch Saban, catch Saban, catch Saban. Georgia's four biggest rivals since 2016. Auburn, three head coaches. Gus Malzahn, Brian Harson, Deion Sanders. Is that <laughs> count as three? We shall see. Tennessee, Butch Jones, Jeremy Pruitt, Josh Heupel. Florida, McIlwain, Mullen, Napier. Tech, Paul Johnson, Jeff Collins, Perkins, now Brent Key. He's making these teams try to get better, to try to figure out their next guy. It's not like they're not trying, Lowe's. You had a Tennessee team with Butch Jones that was winning eight, nine games a year. Same thing they were doing when Mark Rick was there. Mark Rick didn't have that record against his rivals. We all knew about the struggles in Jacksonville. Kirby, and whether it's, it might be something you brought up, he takes the rivalries personally. Yes, he does. Or it might just be he's a better coach. But what he is doing to the rivalries right now that Georgia has, he's destroying them out of the water. I go back to they don't feel like rivalries. A 22-and-a-half point spread this weekend doesn't feel like a rivalry. I'm going to tell you something that I did during an Auburn game that I haven't done in the better part of 18 years. Took a nap in the third quarter. (laughs) Seriously. That game felt so under control that I went, I'm going to doze off for a little bit. And and that was going to be a game where you're like, what, you were upset that they only got to, what, 41 or 51 or whatever it was? You're not supposed to turn off rivalry No, games, you're not. Like, you're not supposed to doze off. You're not supposed to go, okay, you know what? I've had my fill of this game. I'm going to chill and, and, and take a little nap for the evening games. Like, Cellini will come in next after us. Has he ever turned off an Ohio State-Michigan game? I would not expect that, it, no. E- even no even, matter what the score when. is. Like, it, the weird thing is, it's almost taken some of the hatred away. Like, at least Tennessee, good on Tennessee for kind of bringing it back this year. But I don't know what they're going to be without Hendon Hooker. Like, Kirby has done this, whether you want to say it's with Stetson, with JT, with Jake Fromm. He's done this with multiple guys. He's continued this legacy that he's built of just putting these rivalries to bed. The only year he had the trip up at the cocktail party, outside of 2016, which we don't talk about, was the Kyle Trask, Kyle Pitts. That's it. He had studs there, and that's it. Oh, by the way, McIlwain was fired immediately after the game. Mullen was fired a week after the game against Mizzou. He's destroying rivalries, and he's destroying coaching staffs, just leaving them just lying lying in his wake. Coming up in a matter of minutes, we will talk about Hendon Hooker. Do you, should we tell people about what we did during that, that 2020 game? Which one? Uh, for the Florida game. The last time that Florida was able to beat Georgia. I don't even remember. It was pretty rough. Oh, is this where you put a fireball in my eye? No, 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 no. That, no, they won that one. Oh, okay. This was the one in Biloxi. Oh, no. No. Where, where no. you and I took, like, no. fluids. What happened? And, and, thought, and thought we were, like, on top of the world. Don't ever do the IV trick. No, no, no. Do it. No, don't do but it. Do don't not, do it. No, here, here's the key. It's a lie. Okay, no, it's, it's legitimate. If you decide to do the IV thing. Where you're hungover and then you bring somebody in and they to bring give you in, IVs they give and you IVs and, and, and you know, it works, okay? No, it's a trick. You will feel like Iron Man. You will be sitting back saying, I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread. I'm the most amazing person in the world. But don't start drinking again. Yeah, it gives you it gives you false hope. Yeah, like, because you end up... <laughs> I'm a, sober. I'm good. Yeah, you're like, everything's fine. I'm totally hydrated. You end up wherever you were the night before. Take it down, like, by 50%. Well, that didn't happen. It's not. It's not a lot of fun. So just that, that, you know what? That is my public service announcement. That's my NBC moment. Boom, 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 boom. 
The more you know. The more you know. And that's why hotels take credit cards for room deposits, because when you break things, you have to pay for it. You break things. All right, Kirk Herbstreit from ESPN. I've heard of him. Uh, he decided to kind of issue who he thought were the best teams in the in the country in college football. And he had a point in talking about he has Tennessee over Georgia. And when asked why, it was a very simple answer, and it's one that as of now, I'm not going to be able to argue. I'll maybe be able to argue it in a week. Is, said it, that if, is it because Tennessee ranks 130th in pass defense? He did not bring that up. Huh. And, and by the way, okay. 99th in overall defense. 100 and a dead last in pass defense. What could it be then? What could it be that he likes Tennessee about? Hendon Hooker. That is the one thing he points out where he thinks that there is a difference. And there is something to the transcendent player. And I don't, and I don't know if I'm, I'm able to yet call Hendon Hooker the transcendent player. Like Joe Burrow was the transcendent player surrounded by first round picks. That was yes. different. Oh, oh, by the way, you want to add to it? He also had the best offensive line, statistically, the best offensive line in the country. He had a, was it the Bolitnikoff winner at corner? He had guys that went and got the pass rusher. He had a running back that went in the first round as well. And two first-round receivers and a, and a tight end who should have gone in the third round, if not for a foot injury. He's still really good. Yeah. And, and by the way, he was the number one overall pick. Hendon Hooker, I look at him and I think, really, really quality quarterback, good quarterback, and, and he's putting up numbers. I just wonder if that's enough come next week to be able to say, yeah, they are clearly a better team than Georgia. I guess here's my counter. Because that, that's Herb Street's point. Here's my counter. Georgia has gone up against a lot of teams where the quarterback has been better than Stetson Bennett, and they've won those games. Will Levis is going to be a better quarterback, NFL quarterback, than Stetson. He's probably my number two quarterback for this draft. And they're still most likely going to beat Kentucky. Like, I I understand what Herb Street is saying. It, it seems very easy. He's also beat Bryce Young before. Like, they... You can do the quarterback thing, and if the game was just played with quarterbacks one-on-one, I'm fine with that. There's 10 other guys on the field, and there's another side of the football that's called defense that it amazes me Tennessee can still get by. In the Bama game, they just wanted to score. Score well, just keep putting up numbers. As long as we score one more than them, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine. I want to see it against a team that actually plays defense. And the interesting thing is Bama was only able to sack Hooker one time in that game. And that's because Bama brings a lot of their pressure from the edges. When you talk about Will Anderson, he's coming from the outside, trying to come around, trying to come around. If you can get Hendon Hooker to move up the middle, which is something that I think Georgia can be able to do, I want to see him moving with the ball and throwing on the run. And I think that's an interesting matchup moving forward to Tennessee. But if you want to just boil it down to who's got the better quarterback, you're right, Herbie. Tennessee has the better quarterback. Congratulations. Well, that is always the challenge to me because we've had years where Georgia has had the better quarterback. In, during the Aaron Murray years, typically Aaron Murray, when he stepped on the field, because of the amount of numbers he put up and what he was able to do, he was the better quarterback on the field. Yeah, but in the trenches? There's still 21 other guys, we, especially what you got in the trenches. We weren't close to people in the trenches. No. There, there were people that just beat us in the trenches. Hell, remember the Auburn game, the Nick Fairley game? They were just beat better up. in the trenches. And Aaron could get it out, and Aaron could make plays and throw to his playmakers outside. But closest to the football is where they want. I'm also very curious, too, Tennessee's two biggest wins this year, and they've got Kentucky at home this year, were at home. You don't have to go silent count. You don't have to do any of that. I'm very curious to see what next week the fans are like, what the crowd is like, what the atmosphere is like, because I'm assuming, like, we all know last year's biggest game or loudest game was the Arkansas game, where they had, like, eight procedure penalties in the first First half. half. Yeah, constantly. So I'm very curious to see what he's going, what Hendon Hooker will be like the first time 
he's going into a true road atmosphere this year with that offense. I'm going to break the fourth wall. The big man's looking in on us. Look, Which big man? You know the big man. No, he's not looking. He's, no, he's, he's looking he's through fine. the door. He's, he's checking fine. us out. Look, he's a, see right now. Oh, he gave oh, you the gator, the gator chomp. chomp. He gave you the gator chomp. No, I, I think gators the, have the clap. You're right, David. There is something about 93,000. And when that crowd gets active, and, and you and I have both been in that building where it's changed. The crowd years ago was not active. Mm-hmm. They were not an active participant. This is a completely different crowd. It's a completely different crowd now. And and maybe it's just what, what Kirby has asked for. Maybe it's a stadium environment. Maybe it's just the idea of realizing we got to hold up our end when you're there. And 93,000 have realized I can affect the game. I really can. And so I, I'm going to be curious to see how much that messes with the communication. I know I'm talking about the Tennessee game and they're about to play Florida, but that's that's where we're at. That That's what it's become. Florida is that... All right, let me pet you on the head. Let's keep it moving because next week is one versus two. And keep in mind, too, at, at least early lines, ten and a half. Georgia's a ten and a half point favorite. I was curious about that. I haven't seen a line it's yet. A so ten and, and a half, half point favorite. Now you're twenty two in ja- twenty two and a half in Jacksonville. I'm. It's going to be a different environment. That's what I'll say. All right, and, and one that he hasn't seen yet. I'm going to get to a bulldog roundtable in just a minute. I just want to hit this real quick along with the podcast park. Our friend Stephanie wanted to let you know that lesbians do watch lesbian porn especially when they're sitting in front of your children at a Braves game when you accidentally bought tickets for Pride Night. That's what she wanted to let you know. Can that's you what, dig it? That's what happened to her. Stephanie's big take. Stephanie's big take. I don't think they do. I don't I don't think that's an actual statement. Stephanie, hit us up. Like want to find, one, out, wanna find one, out where you and your husband are going to do the uh, the tailgating for, for the Georgia-Tennessee game. They come by. They've had drinks with us. Absolutely. She scares the hell out of me. Because she can punch you in the throat she and it can. would hurt you. One more football from 6A to the fan. Then check out our array of incredible football podcasts from the college and pro football seasons over at the Podcast Park. All brought to you by Associated Credit Union. From the Falcons to the Dogs to the Yellow Jackets and all of the high school football action as well. We've got you covered. There's From the Perch. That's the Falcons podcast with Michael Rothstein. There's the Putt and Pass with Drew Butler and player to be named later. We'll see what that happens there. Bucks, uh, Bucks beat as well. The weekly stories about everything Georgia and also the Chuck Oliver show along with the Southern beat with Dan Matthews. You can get all these at podcast, uh, all these podcasts at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcast. Let's get to a bulldog round. Let's table. get to the bulldog round table. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for bulldog round table with Buck Baloo. 25, 20, far side line, 15, 10, 5, get in there. Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union. How Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, Stat Hero, T-Mobile, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Brian Bijan Hoyt, you have made an accusation. You have called the Georgia Bulldogs one of the most boring teams in all of college football. Yep. But you're also going to point out where that's not necessarily a bad thing for you and Kirby Smart. Do you know what Georgia struggles with most defensively this year? Spelling. What? No, no I'm sorry. Me. No, I'm sorry. That's me. Uh, it would be sacks. Yes, they do. They, there's not the, the numbers, despite the great amount of defense, you're not seeing the quarterback on the ground on a regular basis. Seven sacks in seven games. It ranks 124th in college football. And the weird thing is that doesn't add up. When we talk about a defense that ranks second in rushing defense overall, fourth in passing defense and second in scoring defense, like that doesn't make sense. Los, 
for years and years and years, you've always said, what have you set the over-under line in the vault on the Falcon sacks at? Uh, always at 29 and a half because I don't think they'll ever get to 30. And they would show up with things like 18, and you realized, oh, that wasn't a good defense. They have 11 through 7 games. If I can break down football for you real quick, if you don't get to the quarterback and hit him, you're probably not a good defense. So this just doesn't add up. Something is is not working there. It's not computing. I'm not going to explain it, though. I'm going to let Kirby Smart explain what's going on with the pass rush. Yeah, it needs to get better, but we need an opportunity. You know, we did a real hard study on that and game-by-game breakdown of snap to throw. It's faster than it's ever been in one of our six or seven-game breakdowns. So we played teams that have gotten rid of the ball really, really quick. I think the Auburn game was the only game that was over three seconds. So there hasn't been a lot of opportunities, but that doesn't mean that we can't do a better job. That's the crazy thing. Teams are changing the way they're going up against this Georgia defense right now, getting the ball out quickly. Like, do you remember Bo Nix was on the run the entire game against Oregon? That ball got out incredibly fast. They made it a point. Snap to throw two and a half seconds. They wanted that or under. Zero sacks. Snap to throw right now. Teams are averaging 2.4 seconds on Georgia. It's amazing that I just said two and a half or less, and you're saying they're averaging 2.4. That's that's the number you're going for. Let me give you what quarterbacks in the NFL, best times last year. Big Ben, 2.38. Tom Brady, 2.5. Tua, 2.52. These are the best quarterbacks in all of football with their best times, and they're getting the ball out that quickly. Georgia has batted down more balls and had more pressures this year than they had with last year's defense. Just be, I sound like Mike Smith right now. Just because you're not getting home. <laughs> Got to get him off the spot. Just because you're not getting home doesn't mean you're not affecting the quarterback overall. And what this means to me, and, and, and it seems boring. I think Kirby's doing this on purpose. I think Kirby isn't dialing things up right now. I think he's being vanilla. I think he's being bland. I don't think he's showing his hand. You haven't played anybody. You've rolled the team out there. This is like. The Golden State Warriors. What does Steve Kerr really do? Roll the ball out. Rolls the ball out. Why? Because Guys, stop punching each other in practice. Here's the ball. name a team that Georgia has played that's had more talent than them this year. None. And, and you won't have that until perhaps you get to an SEC championship game if it happens to be Alabama and the, and the talent is actually much closer to being the same. So why the hell, if I'm Kirby Smart, would I show my hand at all at this point in the season? You've got your biggest stretch coming up. Florida, Tennessee, Mississippi State, Kentucky. That's your season right there. It wasn't Oregon. It wasn't Kent State, Samford. It wasn't any of those. You've got your four biggest games right now before the SC Championship coming up. I think you're going to see Georgia's defense actually doing things. Like, Brent Rollins gave me this number. This year, Georgia has brought six or more rushers on 11 total plays in seven games. That's 2% of the time. About to say 60 plays a game, and they've done it 11 times over seven games. That's 2% of the time. They've blitzed six or more guys. Like it, to me, that's but to me not, that's vanilla. But again, they're not. It's not like there is a lack of pressure. No, there's a very limited amount of time to throw. A lot of this is your inside linebackers were inexperienced. They weren't not talented. They were inexperienced, and teams are throwing short on you. Los, if I'm running slants across the middle and I send my two linebackers, you either get home or that thing's going to go. Or it's a completed pass for a first down. And so right now, everything has been vanilla. Don't worry about the sacks at this point. When we start dialing things up, if they're not getting home, that's when you worry. That that truly is when you worry. But right now, I don't think Kirby's changing anything with his game plan. I don't think how many times have you seen how many times have you seen Munden come on a just a delayed blitz? We always saw Nicobe Dean do it. We always saw Roquan do it. I can't even remember it. They haven't pulled it out yet. I've, there, there's a whole lot of youth where they're not giving them 
I would say, the full complement of things as of yet. I've seen Georgia rushing three and four more than I can remember this year than I can remember in the past. And by the way, when you're sending three and four and you're blocking five, you're probably not most likely going to get home. Flip it to the other side real quick, just offensively being vanilla. If I go through the top six, UGA, Ohio State, Tennessee, Michigan, Clemson, Alabama, against Power 5 schools, they're all putting up about 40 points a game. Against non-Power 5 schools, Georgia's the only one putting up less against non-Power 5 schools. Why? Because they're vanilla, because they're not showing you a damn thing. They're scoring eight less points a game against non-Power 5 schools. Teams like Ohio State, 16 points more against non-Power 5. Tennessee, 21 points more than against non-Power 5. They're going balls to the wall. You know what Georgia's doing? Fine. We'll save it. We'll save it. I, I know it sounds dumb to say a coach is saving something up. Explain to me last year's SEC championship. Yeah, they uh, got way out over their skis. They pulled out something that we hadn't seen before. We watched Georgia play defenses that they had never, never played. played all season. And it, and it bit them. I will bring up this particular player because I've now seen him with a top 30 ranking right now uh, in terms of big boards out there. So Nolan Smith came back got three sacks so far on the year he's one of those guys that when they rush four they feel like he can cause enough pressure and get to the quarterback the guy is rounding himself into a first round pick and so if i've got something like that to go along with jalen carter who when he's finally healthy when you know he gets back you're going to have two guys one of them's probably a first rounder the other one's a top five player that's what's going to be as part of your four down lineman and that's going to cause a lot of problems for a lot of people the one thing that georgia has to get better on the defensive line about is when you have a man matchup you have to beat your man when we're talking about five coming and five blocking or five blocking and four coming you have to beat your man if you're talking about Jalen and nolan smith sitting there on one on the end one in the middle one of you is going to have man on man beat your man that's the bottom line but they are they're getting pressure and it's been vanilla Wait to see what they dial up this weekend and next weekend. That is Brian Latavius Hoyt. I'm Los coming up next. A Halloween Power Five that all the ladies trying to get lucky this weekend will need to hear. Maybe I'll pull it out again. Listen, it's up to Domino, whatever he wants to do. That would be an awesome costume. Just Domino with his junk swinging. So oh, just got- if you just if you dressed as Domino. No, oh no no no! But then you got your wiener out. I don't know. Did Perverted Domino. Perverted Domino. Like that's all he does. <laughs> He just drags it around everywhere. Like, so, so goatee, no hair. Like zombie Sh- Domino, he just wanders around the whole time going, Sure, with no naked. sleeves and just a dong. That's coming up next right here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. I got one more thing in your mouth. I got one more thing for you. There it is. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. I wanted to get Jesus on my show today. That was 
would be awesome. Jesus on the Hobson and Hobson newsmaker line. He calls in. real majestic. You ask him what he's wearing. No, I don't like thinking of him majestically. You like, like thinking of him as common Jesus? Yeah. Like every man Jesus? Uh, kind of a little like California surfer vibe to him. You remember the turtle in uh, Finding... Okay, like he's got like a little bit of accent yeah. where he just kind of rolls with everything. Yeah. I'm he's not like, saying Jesus is a stoner, but I'm like... No, but he's like, you're like, like Jesus, what do you think about this? He's like, salvation, yo. Salvation. That is my Jesus. That is your Jesus? That is my Jesus. <laughs> Going to hell. By the way, who's Why Brad- do you turn down the music so quickly when I'm making random statements? Who is this Brad Nestler you speak of? I know no Brad Nestler. Gary Nestler! I know Gary Nestler. Yeah, we're going to pound that today. Yeah, that one's going to be fun. I, by the way, when like he comes on or whenever you bring oh, him up, happen. just over and over and over. Just to the <laughs> point where, where poor Brad has to respond to it at some point. I, I'm starting to worry about Matt. He's slowly... Well, he's getting up there in age. He's 50 now. He's 50. I mean, you start to... You lose a step. Every cornerback does. <laughs> Just what happens. And then you get comfortable. And, you know, sometimes things happen. And, you know, some people get comfortable. That's why you got to spice it up. That's right. Wear a wig. Matt's going to come in with a wig on. You got to go drive into work at four in the morning and talk politics. See see how that spices things up and makes you kind of rethink what you're doing. 1052, you got the politics then. If listen, congratulations. If if I'm not going to talk about it all if, over there on the X yet, if I'm not going to talk about you. me, somebody else is going to have to. <laughs> by the way, stay connected to all the latest news. Your favorite fan shows on the fan app driven by Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit BeaverToyotaUpcoming.com to see what wow, wow really means. Download the fan app now in the iTunes and Google Play Store. Let's now get to a power five. The most important top five things in the history of the world and possibly all of human experience and sports. It's time for the Power Five. You have two minutes to avoid the ire of Nick Cellini or no, else no, you're no, eating no. into his show. No, we'll do Could you imagine if we go all the way to 11, like how mad it'll be? I can do it. I can make this take longer. We're going to do birthdays. We're going to do lots of things just to go past 11. Uh, welcome to the sluttiest Halloween weekend ever, I guess, right? I think I've gotten, uh, like, my wife doesn't do, like, sexy cat or sexy whatever anymore, but this is the wheelhouse for any woman who wants to dress up a little slutty. Absolutely. So uh, this is for the ladies out like, there. Does your, does your wife plan on wearing some sort of bodysuit or oh, something? God, like, you know, no. Yeah, like, exactly. The closest we got, she did a Princess Peach, which is kind of my fantasy thing. She did that a few they, years ago. They don't all have to be sexy. And she did that a few years ago, and okay. so that was kind of because the kids were like Mario and Yoshi. So okay, I was so like, that was a highlight. This is hot. Leave that on. My wife kind of went with an attractive witch a couple of years ago, but that was about as far. I've seen pictures on Facebook of my wife, like when she was in college and what she did, and I was like, "Where did that go?" Oh, you had two kids. Yeah, I understand. So this power five. Put that cat away. Is Halloween costumes women should try. And not make sexy, Los. Okay. Because all y'all are going to be slutting it up this weekend. And more power to you, by the way. You should. High five. Here's the thing. If for some reason you find yourself dressing up as this this weekend, do me a favor. Don't. Instead, go get cat ears, paint your nose black, put on lingerie. It'll work. Tweet me at front office Los with the picture. Others receiving votes. Sexy clowns. I don't care if it's John Wayne Gacy, Raggedy Ann, it. Clowns are creepy. There's nothing attractive and sexy about a clown. I'm Googling to see if I can even find one. It doesn't exist. Don't do it. Why would you look that up? Sexy clown costumes. 
Uh, yeah, you're right. There's no such. You're thing. welcome. Number seven, historical figures: Rosa Parks, Betsy Ross, Martha Washington, Amelia Earhart. Sexy Hitler. Nobody. No, I'll get to that one. Actually, that's on my oh. list. Um, <laughs> nobody thinks historical figures are sexy, and honestly. They wore a lot of clothing back then, and that's not what Halloween is about. So if you're doing a historical figure, nobody wants to be educated. Just want to get drunk and have a good time this weekend. Number six. The Google search here is going to be real weird. Do not dress up like a sexy dictator. There's nothing sexy about Mussolini or Pol Pot. That one's kind of self-explanatory. Did you find a sexy hit? That one's not bad, actually. Except for the swastika. That's not yeah, cool. The swastika is kind of a bummer. Bummer. You went with bummer. That's what you, the bummer. That's me downplaying it. There's Kanye's costume for the week. All right. <laughs> starting at number five. Look, look, they've all got Jordan mustaches. That's terrible. Who the hell shows up? I don't know. Whatever. Number five. Sexy McDonald's characters. There's nothing sexy about Ronald McDonald. Don't lie to me. You or know, Grimace you have, or Fry Guy. If your wife dressed up as Grimace and said, let's do this, you know you're know. in. I'm not... No, I'm not hooking up with a purple blood clot. Like, that's disgusting. Number five, don't dress up like a sexy McDonald's character. Number four, sexy food. It doesn't exist. Whether it's sexy, I looked up sexy corn, sexy M&M. There was sexy asparagus. Asparagus is gross, and it smells bad when you pee. There's nothing sexy about fruits and vegetables. Number three, this is for you, Mr. Extra. Nothing political. No sexy Biden, no sexy Trump, no sexy Obama, I'm, no sexy I'm Clinton. sexy Newt Gingrich. There Check is, this out. There is nothing sexy about Bush. I see what you did. <laughs> nothing. So for Halloween, ultra, ultra, non-political, no dressing up as anything political. Number two, nuns. You're right. There's no such thing as Nothing sexy religious. Nuns. No sexy Jesus, no sexy Noah. Halloween should be like politics. There needs to be separation of church and Halloween. That's actually not part of any of our founding documents. We don't talk about Halloween in the founding documents? No. Okay, go ahead. Number one. Number one. Ladies, do not dress up like this. A sexy baby. True. Nothing sexy about that. I have two babies. There's nothing sexy about babies. In fact, when I'm around you, the last thing I want to think about is a baby. Not sexy diapers, not sexy rattles, not sexy bottles, nothing. Leave it alone. Don't want to think about babies. So, power five things not to dress up this year of Halloween. Five, sexy McDonald's characters. Four, sexy food. Three, sexy politics. Two, sexy nun. One, sexy baby. The power five. Let's get, let's get, let's get kind of hectic. Coming up next is Nick and Chris. Bye. That's it? You got to do a little more. We didn't get to 11 yet. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. 
Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.